finishing rabbinical school, God willing, at Hebrew College in Boston. And Hebrew College is an amazing place, and if anyone wants to talk about it. So, um, so one thing we do is we have, um, we have weekday, we have minion every morning, we have prayer together every morning, and one day of that week on Wednesday is a day of prayer when there's all these different groups that gather together. And the group has to decide the goal of their prayer and then the whole year is dedicated to that mode and that goal of prayer. So I joined one of these groups, and it was called, it is called, the Spontaneous Minion. And the goal is to access divine presence through spontaneity um, and sponta spontaneous prayer. I was so miserable, I can't even tell you. <laughs> I... I felt like I would arrive and there's this expectation and there's absolutely no structure. I needed structure for the spontaneity to come. Otherwise, I just sat there and I was miserable. <laughs> so I want to talk about structure. <laughs> and I want to start with Min Hametsa Karatiya Anani Bamerchavya. This line from, from the psalm from, that we sing in Hallel is usually translated as, from the narrow straits I call to you, and you answered me in expansiveness. Tonight I want to translate it a little differently. So the root of, of Metzar is Tsari Resh Resh, which is also used for Tzror, like in Shira Shirim in the Song of Songs, we sing Shror Hamor Dodili. And Shror, so, okay, in the Shira Shirim, so first, aside from the Shira Shirim context, Tzadi Reish, Reish can be oppressive narrowness. And it can also be bundling, containment, being held, framed, context. 
So in the Shira Shirim context, Tzror Harmor Dodili is my love is as a bundle of frankincense. I'm not going to finish the verse for those of you. <laughs> no, no. Um, so sometimes the most expansive space comes from the most narrow place. This Shabbat, we read about the laws of Yom Kippur, and we read that the high priest only once a year goes into this space, which is the holiest of holies. And that space is so narrow and so small, and he can just fit in there. And in that tiny space, God's presence fills the entire, the whole, the, the whole space, the whole, becomes the whole world. And sometimes the most expansive spaces can also be the most oppressive spaces. So if we don't have context, if we don't have scaffolding, if we don't have boundaries, I'm, I'm reminded of, um, are there any Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fans? <laughs> yes. Okay, so, so there's this torture device, and it's considered the ultimate torture device in the world. And what it does is it takes a person, sits them down, you open your eyes, and you see the infinity of the universe right in front of you and it crushes your soul. <laughs> Sorry, that was, that was scary. I didn't, <laughs> um, so, so to me, that, that's the oppressiveness of, of expanse. Just wanted to share. So, okay, the rabbis, they paint the exodus from Egypt. In, in a midrash, they paint the exodus as a birthing process. Egypt is the womb, the plagues, the contractions, the splitting of the sea, the birth canal. So out we come into this wide expanse of the wilderness and we don't know what to do with ourselves. Just think of the golden calf. Think of the next book in the Torah of Bamidbar. We spend the whole time becoming a, a nation of, um, of, of stiff-necked people and we just complain nonstop for the entire book we, we needed Sror to help us in the wilderness. We needed to be swaddled post-birth canal. We needed scaffolding. Or as Rabbi David sometimes says, after the ecstasy, we really needed to do the laundry. And God gave it to us with a mishkan. So throughout Jewish history, I, I want to move now forward. Throughout Jewish history, the halacha has been our scaffolding. We've lived with these constrictions in order to reach expansiveness. Now, I was talking to Reb Karen earlier, and I was saying, what are, are, what are we? Are we post-halachic? What, you know, what is Romamun? She said, we're multi-halachic. <laughs> and I've never heard that term before, and I think it's amazing. So... So what do we do in our multi-halachic perspective, in our multi-halachic community? Where do we find our scaffolding? Where is the metzar, the framing that's going to prepare us to face the expansiveness and instead of being ultimately confused and lost, to be able to embrace it and grow? Pesach. 
Pesach is a, is a holiday with so many halachas, we just don't know what to do with them. It's a nightmare for anyone who has ever had OCD. <laughs> I just lost my place. Okay. So in a multi-halacha community like ours, it also provides an opportunity. So if you're in a place of having a new relationship with a halacha, or a curious relationship, or a get-me-away-from relationship with a halacha, I just want to encourage you for Pesach, for the holiday, to find one mitzvah, one halacha surrounding Pesach that you can take with you on the journey. One thing that will feel like a stricture, that will feel like a narrowing. And take it with you, let it, feel it press against your skin and see if maybe it just will open into expansiveness. If you already have a robust relationship with halacha, it might be a time to take on something completely new and something that you never thought you were going to practice. Just a halakha, and maybe you need to go and research what that is because you think you know everything. So <laughs> find something, some place that is going to narrow the space and see how you walk with it through Pesach. I actually think that's where I'm going to leave us tonight. With a charge, with a challenge, if you will, to find something. And it can be more than one. I'm just saying start with one. Um, and find it and take it with you. And see if it might, might help you in your movement, in your birthing into liberation. <laughs>